back to bear with me. The Boston Bruins are now 42-8-5. and That obviously has them first in everything. I'm Joey Capone. That's Rob Tachi. Rob, how you doing, buddy? I am doing well. How are you, Joseph? I'm perfect, bro. I know I'm, you. I'm doing all right. It's been a bit. It's been, uh, I don't want to say almost a month, but it's been almost a month. No, a short not. month. Are you serious? A, a short one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, my well, bad. we missed five games. Oops. Yeah. Who allowed such a thing to happen? I mean, when was the Leafs game? That's the last game that we lost uh, or the, that we missed. The last that game we covered February was, Jan- yeah, the last game we covered was January 29th. Whoops. Welcome back, everybody. Whoops. We've had some stuff going on. We uh, talked to some folks. We had some things. We had some big old, uh, business stuff going on so we we weren't really sure when we were going to do a pod we also just availability stuff all-star week stuff and uh we also didn't want to cover a loss correct now we're back yes we are the Hess Uh, truck is back and it is better than ever what is the Hess truck oh the Hess truck it's a dump truck this year um so it's not better than ever I love those commercials. It's a dump truck this year. The head truck's here. <laughs> I really hope that is how they say it. It is. It really is. <laughs> yes. It's a dump truck this year. I love it. I don't uh, know what that marketing works so well on me as a kid. I was like, I don't know what a Hess truck is. I just know I need to own it every year. It's, I mean, it gets better every year. It's like, mom, take me to this gas station to buy me a truck. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> yeah. You heard me. All right, the bees won a bunch of games. They've won they really four of the last did. five, folks. They they did. Uh, the boys pre- are back. Can we appreciate that their slump was like five games? And they we're lost like, four out of that five. was tough. There's no way around that. They didn't yeah. lose four out of five games. But that's it. Like that's probably going to be the worst stretch of the season for them because the schedule for the rest of the year is like not that bad. Like that was, was the say, stretch. Like I was going to say that is the hardest, the hardest stretch of the year. Yeah, they their schedule's not that bad for the rest of the year. I mean, honestly. looking like, forward from here, it's Ottawa, Seattle, Vancouver, Edmonton, Calgary, Buffalo, New York, Edmonton, Detroit, Detroit, Chicago. And that's yeah. the next month. <laughs> There's so. a lot of wins in there. There's a, there's lot, a lot of wins, of wins in, in that schedule. I mean, I mean, even looking forward past that, there's one stretch here of Tampa, Carolina back to back. Yep. Yeah, literally um, back to back. That's gonna be that's a one p.m. and then a five p.m. That's weird. Love that. That's perfect for it. We love that. That's a Saturday, Sunday, home and road. Get used to a lot of Saturday, Sunday mat back to back matinees too. That is true. Yeah, we like talked about week, this a little earlier in the year. Like two weeks before that, or I'm sorry, it's the week the week before that Saturday, Sunday. It's a two p.m. and then a one p.m. They, they can play a 2 p.m. game in Minnesota and then travel to Buffalo and play a 1 p.m. game. And, the and then they, week and then after they have Monday that, off and then they play Tuesday. And then the week after that, they do a home and away with Detroit at 1 p.m. and then 1.30. Yeah, this is a wild, wild end of the year schedule. Not even Very really strange. difficult, but just pretty crazy. Yeah, I mean, aside from that Tampa Carolina 1-2 Saturday, Sunday, 1 p.m., 5 p.m. duo... I don't see any trouble the rest of the no, way. I mean, that's kind of, that's kind of it. Like, like a, yeah, I mean, there's going to be a couple losses here and there, but like, eh, not that many. Yeah, I mean, I guess Buffalo is fighting for a spot. The Rangers, I guess, are kind of in the mix. But like, man, they are probably going to be okay. I really don't see them losing four of five again. 
It's no. weird because I mean we were just talking about it before we started rolling. There's 27 games left. Yeah, that it both feels like a lot and like barely any. I mean, it doesn't feel like a lot to me whatsoever. I mean, I'm looking at just all of the games fit on my screen. You know what I mean? Like I'm looking at them all yes. at once. It's like that's it. I'm, yeah, two I'm two months from now, little... it'll be the playoffs. Crazy. Yeah, dude. Honestly, I'm getting a little preset. Preset? Oh, because the season's gonna end. Yeah, just getting yeah. a little preset about it. Yeah, such a long off season. Six months. Yeah. That's brutal. And it's just, it's just, I don't want this Ideally season four. to end. And I, I hate. I'm doing the thing where I'm looking forward to the playoffs a little too much rather than just enjoying what's going on. And that's like the last thing that I want to be doing right now. We tried to give like a pep talk to people to not do that. I'm a little guilty of it right now. I think it's understandable, uh, especially like with a trade deadline coming up and like a lot of the wild card discussion happening right now. We talked about this a little bit yesterday through text. The wild card race in the East this year is going to be almost like a mini playoff in itself. There are six teams within like, I think like three to five points of each other, all gunning for two wild card spots. It is going to get hectic. Yeah. I think Buffalo takes one too. That is the, let's let's call them out. It's the the Penguins, the Islanders, the Caps, the Panthers, the Sabres, and the Red Wings. Red Wings is a really interesting one to me. I kind of wrote them off. It is. And you know what? I've not really been thinking about them. And you know what? I'm I'm going to include this other team too, and it's going to be even more shocking because they're they're four points behind the Red Wings, but with a game in hand. The Senators are kind of right there. That is surprising because they were bad. I know in the off season it was wow the Senators could be a team this year, and then they mm-hmm. weren't. But so like, we're not dead yet. So the Islanders are technically in that second spot right now. 59 mm-hmm. games, 63 points. The Senators, 54 games. So five games less, 56 points. So six points behind, five games in hand. <laughs> so That's very it, reasonable. So I think they're in the mix. You could what, even argue the that Penguins? maybe the Islanders are not in the mix because they've played 59 games somehow. If I remember correctly, the Penguins are in that first spot and they have like four games in hand on the second spot. Like, so they're like yeah. almost like, yeah, that one spot might just be gone. Like, it's still, I mean, there's plenty of season left, but like that is a pretty big lead to have. Well, so they, they have the same amount of games played as the Red Wings and the Wings are three points behind them. I mean, I don't know. That's, so it's that's not wild. that this crazy. is going to be good. <laughs> the Sabres, sh- the Sabres have played shame. one less game than Pittsburgh. And they are three points behind. All this really means to me is there's going to be like four really good teams that don't make the playoffs. Or at least four like teams that really could have been worthy of being in a playoff spot. And yeah. <laughs> then the second spot has to play the Bruins. <laughs> That's the thing. is it There's is... nobody, nobody in this list that I'm even remotely worried about. Like in the it's first It's so round. funny because like the league is going to be focused on it because it is exciting and it is interesting to find, find like who's going to win the dog fight to mm-hmm. scratch into the playoffs, you know, by the skin of their teeth and barely get in. And, you know, can they make a miracle happen? And the thing that I hope gets forgotten about in the national media is the fact that this team is going to claw, scratch, and fight their way just to face the Bruins in the first round. Yeah, they're going to be exhausted even getting in, and then Boston's just like, 
All right. Well, that was good for you guys. You're just in our way. Like we're not. (laughs) Nice job, Buffalo. And obviously they're not going to have, there's no scenario where anybody who plays Boston will have home ice against Boston. No. Oh, dude. Game one this year is going to be incredible. We should go. What what is really go? uh, Yeah. I was going to say, what's the season ticket uh, package there? Do you. Have so I get, to buy your seats? yeah I it? do I get first dibs on my seats I do uh-huh. not know what face value is in the playoffs I won't think it's cheap um, but it'll be way cheaper uh, than market value what like, is face like, value for cheap. regular season isn't it in like the uh, 60s it or is 70s? like it's seventy one fifty a seat I think for mine okay. so I mean not crazy to think the playoffs might be ninety five hundred oh, bucks no I'm thinking like one hundred and fifty. For face value. Yeah, dude. Are you kidding me? Really? No, I mean, I, I don't know. I've so. never bought face value playoff tickets. I mean, neither have I, but I've also never spent below $150 for a seat in the playoffs. Yeah, but I mean, those are second second market, whatever. I mean, so I figured yeah. maybe it's closer in the 90 range, but I mean, I just don't know. We'll find out. Do you know when those go on sale? Uh, no, I, I, I think it's a bit like they, I know they sell them before the dates are confirmed. Cause it'll just be like, you're buying ticket to game one, whenever that is. And then like, we'll, we'll give you details later on. Yeah. Um, I would think late March, early April, maybe probably closer to April. Cause the last game of the season is April 13th. And there's typically not really a big gap between the end of the season and the start of the playoffs. It's like within mm-hmm. a few days, like there isn't really like, all right, let's give ourselves a week and reset. It's like, yeah, just no. we're going to keep going. Yeah. Oh, but no, but to, so, I want to, I really want to say it again. None of those teams, none of those teams worry me. Like it's the playoffs. Like don't like, let like I, I can be confident. I'm not going out there and playing. I, not, I It has no effect if I'm overly confident. Okay, but like, well, what? No, who? Who in that roster is like? Oh shit! There are two to three teams that I'm like uh, about. I think one there's of them one is- that stands out for me that I'm like I, I would prefer it not be this one. Not that they. Uh, yeah, do you want to say it at the same time? One, two, three. I don't, one, two, three. Washington. Carolina. Fuck. <laughs> really? Oh. Washington. Dude, Carolina. I think is better. Well, than, well it's, no. Carolina is going to be first in the Metro. Oh, I thought you meant just like at any point in the playoffs. You don't. Oh no, play. sorry. I meant among those five, oh, I'm sorry. six, seven wild card teams that are that are fighting to get in there. Yeah, because so, right. So it's between the Penguins, the Islanders, Capitals, Panthers, Sabers, Red Wings, Senators. I think it's the Caps. I mean, out of all, I mean the Rangers. I don't care about the Rangers. They're good. They're not. I don't they believe it. Yeah, but I, also, who cares? You know, yeah. I, I mean, in the, in the entirety of the East right now, the two teams I'm worried about getting past are Tampa and Carolina. Tampa both for are sure. Just really fucking good yeah. teams. Carolina, I mean, they is are definitely the. Good. They are the second and third best teams in the league, let alone in the East. Yeah, 100. percent I think it's like the the, the <laughs> like the top you, league standings. It's like the first West Coast team is like seventh or eighth place. So I was going to ask. Can you name the two division leaders in uh, the Western Conference right now? Um, Who's leading the Central Division? I mean, that's got to be Dallas. It's Dallas. Yeah, that that Dallas is like the top one in the West. Yeah. They and share then, a point total with the Pacific leader as well. Pacific, it was recently the Kings, but I don't think it is the Kings anymore. It is not by one point. It's got to be Vegas then. It is Vegas. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Those I know because Vegas, don't Vegas, me at all. 
No, at one point the Kings were leading the division with a negative goal differential. That's, That's why crazy. I know that. And that now they're positive yeah, I mean, they have a and plus they're plus three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For context, the Boston Bruins are a plus ninety. <laughs> Get it to triple digits oh, now. Come on, man. Get have, it there now. We still have twenty-seven games. Left to I play. mean, the thing is, they they're going to be in triple digits. I want to look at. What, oh I wonder what the God. highest goal differential total in NHL history. It's is. nuts. It's like in Montreal had it a long time ago. It was like two hundred something. Oh come on, it's dude! Get rid of the old records. It's completely untouchable. Like I think last season it was the Panthers with like a plus ninety-four or something, something in that area. The Bruins are going to swat that out of the water. Where are the Ducks at? <laughs> what are the Ducks at? Are they negative 70? Negative 95. No! <laughs> they played 56 the Ducks, games. It's the like Ducks last time we talked about this. They're averaging every their average game. They lose by two goals. Like <laughs> <laughs> The Ducks oh, are better no. at being a bad team than the Bruins are at being a good team. Oh, that's that and is, That's honestly impressive. That's crazy. Oh my god, it's mid-February, or it's, I guess it's nearly late February, and the Bruins have 89 points. NHL goal differential record. Okay, I'm 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 checking this out here. 216. Yeah, the Montreal. Suck me, dude. That doesn't wipe the old records. Starting in like 1980 or something. I have no idea. Whenever goalies started. Whenever Gretzky showed up, we can keep the Gretzky era. Sure. Maybe. Maybe, if it suits my argument. No, it doesn't. Absolutely ridiculous. I want them to win that too. I just want them to have the best everything. But I mean, honestly, if they keep doing what they've done the past two games, they might shatter that because they are <laughs> their aggregate over the last two games is eleven to two. So if they keep racking up nine in the goal differential column every two games, they'll get there. And again, like looking at their, their schedule over the next few games, they're playing the Senators tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Oof, it's gonna be bad. And then they play. Wait, what is? What did I think I had? Oh, I, I, I forgot they're going on a West Coast trip this week. I thought they were still in Boston this week. They play Seattle. Seattle's good. Like I, I, I they definitively beat Boston earlier this year. But then they play the Canucks and the Oilers, Calgary, Buffalo. These are like a lot of like middle to high teams that are like you're gonna have to show up. Like you can't yeah. just like put up three in the first and then coast. Yeah, the thing is, too, that I think um, people might be overlooking in in terms of the uh, wild card race here, too, that you just kind of sparked mm-hmm. this in my head, is what uh, what those other teams' schedules look like. And I know we play the Senators three more times, I want to say. Oh, no. <laughs> we yeah. play a lot of those guys. Yeah, Buffalo we play two more times. Like <laughs> Detroit, we play two oh, more times. Boy. So maybe it is pretty even actually now that I'm looking at it. Yeah, it's it's getting for them to be as equally important for the other teams to just be losing than it is for them to be winning. Yeah. Like even last night, people were like, go Bruins. Like, because like they're like, they want the Islanders to lose. Like, I think it was Buffalo fans were like, fuck the Islanders. Which, yes, Buffalo I agree. I, I also hate the Islanders. That. I will. There are certain fan bases I'm like open to taking in under our wing for a day. Yeah, there's a lot of guys. I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't have any problem with you. Like, as long as I don't hate you. Like, yeah, fuck it, come on, dude. Canes fans. 
our good friend Pete Blackburn will tell oh, you. My, I have first so hand. Many notes. Dude, did you did you see that thing I sent you? Uh, yes, yeah. Like I, dude, he's Pete. just was that the one you just like forget it? You all suck. Like, yeah, he like <laughs> he, I was searching Olive Branch for half a second. Was like, you know, since I've been in Raleigh, I've actually had a good time. Maybe not all Canes fans suck. This this has been a fun experience. And somebody was like, still living in your in your idea of stereotypes of Carolinians, huh? May yeah, I he, say the highest PhD per capita? Oh yeah, that, I'm I'm looking at it right now. It's like Pete just made like a comment about like being almost run over with a lifted truck. They're like lifted truck, hmm. Like the new Apple facility is here. The most PhDs per capita. <laughs> the the best line in the tweet was coming that soon. Has hundreds of employees with Google and Meta (parentheses) that's Facebook to you. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> it's like you're so dumb you're not aware that Facebook rebranded. <laughs> that's Facebook to you, but like saying it like that sounds like. And you're not even allowed to call it meta. That's Facebook I, to you. I also wanted to be like, or my reaction was like, do you have a PhD? Do you work for Apple? Do you work for meta? Like, what, what's going on here? Like, <laughs> I just hate Kane's fans so the, much. Because goddamn worst. They're either morons uh, I, or they're that, which is just a different brand of moron. Oh, my God. Like the one of the things I brought up before the show, I was like, I'll save it, is um, there's like an article through NHL.com. And it's about like the stadium mm-hmm. series. And the title for the article is quote, like the Super Bowl. Incorrect. Wrong. No. A regular season stadium series game is in Raleigh, like North Carolina, or wherever. <laughs> yeah. Get out of here. I mean, it was like a fan in the area saying, like, this is like the Super Bowl. As, as soon as I heard it was coming to Raleigh, I was like, oh my God, I have to do whatever it takes. So it's okay, not like the NHL is being like, this is the equivalent. Like, we not have the finals, one too. Not the finals. A regular season stadium series game between the Carolina Hurricanes and the Washington Capitals is the Super Bowl. If you like the Super Bowl, you may also be interested in the Capitals at Hurricanes outside. Like as Pete was saying, like it seemed like a really great time. Like I don't even want to sure. hit it too hard, but also like I hate the storm surge a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is about me that's so cynical that I can't enjoy it. But I just think it's like, ugh. Like I would never stay for that. Like you know what I'm talking about? Like, they all go in a circle and they do the slow clap thing. Like no, I'm good. I think Thank if it you. was like Seattle, I would like it. You know, if it was a more innocent franchise. I would like it, but like, like it's being associated with that that organization that makes me repulsed by it. Correct. Yeah. I literally I made a note to talk about how much I despise Carolina, so I'm going to cross that one out. That's like because the because last game that we did talk about. <laughs> we have five games to talk about, and we're like, let's go back lost. six actually and talk about the one game we did. It's cover not even the game; it's month. just the team, like like and the fan base. Like, oh my god, yeah. we don't play uh, them again. Oh yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do in Carolina. Yeah. But again, like them, I really didn't want them to get anybody big, like Horvat or O'Reilly. I still think they're going to get Meyer, or they could get mm-hmm. Timo Meyer. I don't love that because like I don't want to play the Canes again and I don't see a scenario where the Bruins wouldn't. 
Yeah. I, my, I think I, I don't know if I talked about this with you in the first round. I, I want to play Buffalo because I don't think it's really going to matter who we play all that much out of all those mm-hmm. teams. And I just think it would be cool for Buffalo to get into the playoffs. Like they're fun. Like I think that would be a really entertaining series. And then second round is going to be whoever gets out of Tampa, Toronto, which I have to think would be Tampa because it's Toronto. Either way, it's fine because Toronto either gets knocked out in the first round or they finally get through and then they have to play Boston. And again, I confidently would take Boston over them. And it's going to be a long series. And the final that's going to be a long series. I think it's Bruins Canes for the Eastern Conference final again. Which we swept them last time. So that was fun. In the conference final. Not yeah. so much the not so much last year. What what? But we have home ice now. I uh I just don't care who we face. I think you're right about Buffalo, but it is kind of funny to be like, Yeah, I'm stoked that this city gets some some playoff hockey in it to come watch your team get absolutely shit pumped yeah. oh, by the, be, the best be team in history. Oh, it's I, not gonna be good. No. And okay, so you hinted at it a little bit already. We'll talk about these games a little bit, I guess, but eh, at some point, maybe. But the trade deadline's coming up mm-hmm. March 3rd. Yes. March 3rd. Yes. Friday. Uh, now, between now and then, the Bees play Senators, the Kraken, the Canucks, Oilers, Flames, and then the Sabres. What do you think they are? do if anything not what should they do but do you think they do anything i think they're gonna get like a pretty oh i don't know say underwhelming but like just like yeah just a depth guy like i don't think there's any big headline coming for boston uh if you ask me what do i really would like to see i want chikorin like i really would like chikorin as so long as we're not giving up you know too too much but arizona's asking a lot and yeah, like, yes, we have our first rounds to give, but they kind of are meaningless. <laughs> like, I won't say meaningless, but like, it's mm-hmm. going to be the 32nd pick. Like, it's going to be the last first yeah. round pick. And the thing is, the thing is with Chikrin is um, if for some reason, I don't know if there's really any incentive here to not trade within their conference, but if they are looking to only trade to the East, which like not super uncommon to not just like improve your own division or conference excuse me uh then there's a lot of teams in the east that would be pining for him yeah you know when we just talked about how many teams are going to be trying to scratch into that wild card spot so what does a team like buffalo or um the islanders even again like if they could they could really try to go all in or the rangers like what is a team like that what are they willing to give up for Chikrin versus the best team in hockey. I really, just because it's thin as far as like who's on the trade block and it it's crowded for who's trying to get in to the playoffs. I just don't see them making a push for any of the big guys. I mean, O'Reilly's off the board, which I mean, he's going to win a Stanley cup with Toronto this year. Congratulations to them. <laughs> uh, that really made them a lot better. No, it's Noel Achari. That's what put him over the edge. Yeah, I didn't. We we should talk about that. Nobody's talking about that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because it's O'Reilly's the headline. I mean, like even like I was like, I always wondered, is it weird for them to like have played? I know Achari's been away from Boston for a while, but like pretty important playoff runs with him 
and playing against Toronto. I'm like, is that awkward for them? Or do, do they just like not give a shit? They're like, whatever, it's just business. Um, but it's just, I don't know. I, I, I kind of like it. Like, not, I don't like Achari in Toronto. I just, I like hearing Achari because I like Achari. Mm-hmm. Noel Achari tripped. No call. Unbelievable. Yeah, I love to, I love to hear that. That's good. For sure. That's all I think of, which is a, such a shame because it's like not obviously not his fault that nothing got called, but it's like his name to me is associated with game five, which is yeah. like not, not one of yeah. my fondest memories. Me neither. At all. Let's keep talking about it. Uh, uh, does this how does this a... come up every episode? Why do we? I don't know. I don't know. Every... I don't know. Does Toronto is Toronto any better because of this trade? I mean, yeah, but they're are they is I mean, Ryan O'Reilly like contributing like he used to? I mean, I I, I I I have to imagine it's still an addition. Like it's not hurting them to have Ryan O'Reilly, but I just like sure, don't. What is he? Forty four? Eh, I don't know. Just, I, don't even, visor, I don't even want to bro. look it up. I don't even care. How many like, pl- how many players don't have a visor anymore? Oh shit, that's a, honestly a good way to. Is he among like carbon the date final five? Got to be up there. I know Bergeron's one of them. Dude, Ryan O'Reilly. He's thirty two. He's only thirty two. I I guessed. Is he? Yeah. Oh my god, oh. I was right. Oh, that yeah, was totally out, that was out of nowhere. Like. It's he's like the John Gibson where you learn John Gibson's not even 30 yet. And you're like, how is that possible? He's been playing in the NHL for 20 years. Like, All right. How many? Huh? Players who don't have visors 2022, 2023 season. Wow. There are not many. Jamie Ben, Jordy Ben, mm-hmm. Zach Cashin, Milan Lucic. Ah. Matt Martin, Ryan O'Reilly, Ryan Reeves, hmm, uh, Zach Bogosian, uh, and then uh, this list includes Joe Thornton and Brian Boyle. But uh, realistically, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight guys. Oh, you know what trade proposal intrigued me? Not even a proposal. I think it was Connor Ryan wrote a piece about it. It's in the air, not like in discussion, but like, hey, this could happen. Mm-hmm. Is in a scenario where the Bruins do get Chickering from Arizona, they also get Nick Buke's dad. Because I know it's either been like, do we get another top defenseman or even like depth defenseman and middle to bottom six forward? It's like, what if we got both at the same time? Like, <clears throat> and trading Chickering, Chickering is going to put Arizona below the cap floor, so they would need to take on like more salary, which would then be probably a good time for the Bruins to dump Mike Riley and his contract and or Craig and or Craig Smith. Ooh. Okay. Cause now we're talking cause it's going to take NHLers. Yeah. Like they, they I know Arizona is like more future driven. So they want like top prospects, like not that far down the line. And like that's where like I know Lysel is the name. And even last year, I was like, I don't really want to give up Lysel, and I still really mm-hmm. don't. Beecher is on is is his name's coming up a bit. But again, like we had the first round picks, we got them, and then we got a problem. Like again, I think it would just be Craig Smith, Mike Riley. You could probably shed. Um, but again, this is like I don't think any of this is actually going to happen. Like I would lose my shit. I would love, love, love to wake up to see that the Bruins got Chickering, and at that point, you're defense your top <laughs> your top defenseman or 
Charlie McAvoy, Hampus Lindholm, Jacob Chickering, and Brandon Carlo, which is like cool. Can we just skip the first round? Like, can we just move? And then it's Forbert Clifton too. Also, it's like let's not forget like Forbert Clifton. Like, yeah. Uh, I, I I'm looking at the stats page and I just I love talking how def- strong the Bruins are this year. The top plus minus in the league right now is tied at plus okay. thirty five. Hampus Lindholm and Matthew Grizzlick. That's in the league? Oh, I completely forgot Grizzlick and the listening to the defenseman, too. I wonder if Grizz would play. I don't know. But yes, that is in the league. Hmm. Wow. Um, And then Olmark is still leading with goals against. And Did you see Clifton is is leading the the team in hits. By the way, is that yeah, that like surprise you at all? No, not not really. I mean, like I would say him and Chuck are the best hitters on the team, right? And Chuck he, had some time in that Preds game. He launched that dude into the boards. I tweeted that, it and I meant it. That's a boy Chuck hit. That is a sweeping yeah. left to right. Like I am throwing you into the boards right now. You just I don't love- see. It's weird the amount of physicality in hockey right now is so strange yeah. because you don't see a lot of hits in general, just, you know, mm-hmm. regular role taking the body. And then when you do, there's like these massive hits lately. I feel like in the last month, I like every other day, I see a highlight of somebody getting blown up. Like pinwheeled. Yeah. I don't know. I love it. I, it makes me excited for the playoffs. It's like, cause that's when that really starts to come out. Yeah. Um, Cliffy but, uh, playoff hockey. Oh, I love it, dude. I'm first. Let's just keep the nickname. Let's just pretend that never happened. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Olmark leading with goals against with a one nine one. Yep. Um. And then Philip Gustafson in second, and Jake Ottinger from Dallas in third. Jeremy Swayman fourth in the league. Get the fuck out of here with a two two one fourth in the league. It's we, have the, we have the number one in the <laughs> four goaltender. Yeah. Uh. And then so say percentage is Olmark leading with a nine three six. And then Swayman is tied at eighth. Come on. Come on. And then Olmark has 28 wins. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, McDavid has 101 points. What's going on? Like, yeah, we got to check in. Connor, We're always checking Connor, in. On how many like, points. Calm down. Connor. Like, Poss is in the top five. but So Connor's first with 101. Poss is fifth with 75. Like it's in it it's, 101 points on. in 56 games, but Poss is only three goals behind McDavid because Poss is second in the league with 39 goals. Yeah, I mean, is McDavid usually um assist heavy? Yeah, he usually is. Yeah, he just it's the highlights where he just is like dangling the souls out of people and then just sets people up with like an absolute tap in. And uh, then, of what course, if I told just... you, what if I told you at this moment? Connor McDavid is two goals away from tying his career high in goals. That's a little surprising. You right? would think he would have hit 50 by now. He hit 44 at his highest. We've definitely talked about right this now. too. Just like McDavid's never had a 50 goal season. Yeah. I mean, he played 16, 16 in uh 15, 16, but he played 45 games and then 30, 41, 41, 34, 33, 44 last year. Yeah, that's that awesome. so strange. Uh, for pasta, so last yeah. season he played seventy-two games and mm-hmm. had forty goals. He's only he's played fifty-five games 
this season and has 39 goals. He's ahead. He's 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 going to do it. I think he, he hits 50 probably, right? I, 11, I think 11 he, goals in 27 games, assuming he's playing all of them. Yeah. No, I think so. It's it's possible he sniffs 60. That would be wild. I th- I think he gets like 52. That's my yeah. guess. I think yeah, he just goes like over. That. Yeah. That's a lot more realistic, but I like... I don't know. It would, we've talked about it a little bit on here before. It would be pretty cool if he chilled out a little bit just for the sake of contract, contract. stuff. Hey, we're past that. It's over. Like he's going to, yeah. he's going to, uh, I don't know if we talked about it, but like there's reports that like he could end up being the highest paid player in the NHL. Yeah. Which is like, that's 12 and a half plus a year. I don't even think he can. Crazy. I don't think he can. I think there's a, um, a law. Yeah, I think there's a law against it. Um, what is it? Yeah, what are you going? I don't know what you're trying to go for here. Uh, I don't think you know. Uh, no, I don't. I'm not going to be able to find it. Is it 15? Might be what, 15. what do you think? There's like a max amount someone can get paid? Like, I don't know what you're going yeah. for. Yeah. I mean, he can still be the highest paid player and be under 15. Yeah, I just I thought it was lower than that because I because th- I'm pretty sure that when Taves and um, Kane got their contracts that they touched the limit. I, I think, think it had some. True. Yeah, I'm pretty sure when they got what 10, 5, 11, 11, 5. How was that the limit? I'm telling you. I think it's a percentage. I mean, that must have ch- oh, okay. I was gonna say that must have changed because McDavid is making like twelve and a half. Yeah, and no, McKinnon's I'm saying making like, like as, twelve six. Yeah, I, I think as the salary cap grows, that yeah, whatever. Uh, yeah, um, something like that. Maybe I'm entirely wrong here, but my dad said it, so I believe it. <laughs> well, dads can't lie, so I don't think so. All right, I have another stat that will probably be a good segue into the game. Uh, so, so somebody posts. Oh, fuck, I really just start writing these down. So Jake DeBrusque, since playing uh, playing with the top line last year, mm-hmm. it's seventy six games, and he has sixty one points. I enjoy that, including thirty five goals. Wow. It's about half a goal a game. I enjoy that. All right, I just... love Jake DeBrusque, and he's back, and he he's scored so in his back. first oh touch of the God. puck. Oh my god. And I ruined it for you. You real you I'm not gonna lie, you kind of did. You did ruin it. Yeah. You did your best, but you did ruin it for me. Listen, Nesson's gotta fix their app because yeah, so. uh, I waited a while and I waited till you started typing. So I Correct. figured this has to be about the thing. It's funny because I did talk about how Jake being back on the power play improves it dramatically. It's not a word. You did but say I like dramatically. I did say dramatic. I'm convinced it should be a word. Drastic and dramatic. Drastically dramatic, dramatic, Dras- drastically, dramatic bark. So it's pretty incredible that I said that, and I was not referring to the goal. Like it just like he just made a rush with a puck. I'm like that's already so much better. But mm-hmm. but uh, so Joe watches through the TV, through the television, and then I yeah. watch through Nesson's website, which has typically been pretty spot on with TV, but not lately. Um, I was like a hearty two minutes behind. So yeah, you, that's messing for you, bro. I don't know. Thanks, Nesson. I don't know what you're they're the, up to over there. You're the best. But yeah, do you talk about like, of course, that's what's going to happen is 
Oh, the Bruins power play has kind of been struggling. Like they got that goal with Bergeron, but that was kind of more of a breakaway than an actual power play goal. Uh, and then Jake's like first shift on the power play just slots at five hole too perfect. And like the vision for Martian on that pass was so good too. Like when that was happening, I was yeah. fully expecting him just to rifle it. Cause like he was in the slot, but like I take hard tape to tape pass to DeBrusque. That was beautiful. I mean, you couldn't have scripted a better return for Jake. No. And like everyone was like, so Jake is obviously going to score tonight, but like no one was like, <laughs> he's going to score in the first two minutes. Like, yeah. And it couldn't uh, happen to a nicer guy. God. I, I, I love seeing Jake happy. What is yeah. that about? Oh, I don't it's know. Just, he's, he's just such a likable guy. He really is. Like, that's kind of it. Also, credit to Pasa's backhand pass to Marshan. That was also really nice, too. Um, this all-around really good play. The power play, I think, will be a lot better with Jake back. And it was getting better. Like, it wasn't... They were, like, really hitting their heads against the wall for a bit. But they are definitely cooking again. Yeah. No, they are back. I mean, this team's fully back. Also, worth mentioning in these games, because we, we were just talking about Pasternak. Lower pasta tax. Yes. Yeah. It was so high for a while. It was high, and they were losing really when it was high. Yes. And now they're winning, and it's it's low. I don't know yes. how much of a correlation you want to make here, but I'm going to say there is one. I mean, the, the quality of Pasternak's play probably greatly affects the likelihood of the Bruins winning. I think that's a fair it's correlation It's not that to crazy make. to say, is no, it? it? No, that's, yeah. <laughs> it's really not. When so, the yeah, we can say it. Team superstar plays well, they win more games. Whoa. Like Yeah, I you know what? I'm going to I'm going to stand by it. I think the team is better when their best player plays better. He hasn't he didn't score in the last two games either, I don't think. He had the OT winner against Dallas. No, I mean I that's that was the his thing is like, If Pasternak isn't scoring and he well, I got really high there. Did you hear that? If Pasternak isn't if scoring and and he's not negatively affecting the game <laughs> and you're still winning. I mean, that, that, I mean, that's good. I don't know when he can contribute in ways that are not scoring is what I'm saying. When he can mm-hmm. contribute in, in general play to play means and you're still winning. I just think that's huge. I agree. Um, that, now, the game, the Islanders game was just a slaughter. Like I know that it was, what was it six to two? Was that the final score? Um, six to two. Yeah, it was six. Um, the first Paul Mary's goal was pretty nice. That like net drive, like just past the pad of Allmark. Like I was like, oh, that's a good goal. I wasn't yeah. that upset because we were already up three to nothing. But <laughs> I, like I was like, the, oh no, it's only three one. Like our first takeaway from period. the game is the other team tried. They had some good moments. They were on the ice. They were definitely trying their best. But uh, you know what's been happening a lot lately, which I love, is that the guys that I want to succeed, like specifically, have been. Um, like Jake? Like Jake Foligno had the nice, had uh, two goals in the last two games. Frederick. Oh my. Frederick is playing Trent so Frederick. well. Oh my God. So well. And honestly, Laco, I really liked a lot. I really liked his play. I liked his play. I liked his energy. Mm-hmm. Like his, he was winning a lot of foot races, a lot of board battles. Like he had that, like for the love of God, don't send me down. Those energy. come up guys. I mean, we talked about it with McLaughlin too, dude. Like mm-hmm. those guys who come up play 
a uh, magnetic game of hockey. Yeah. Like a get to where I got to go, get the puck, get it to someone's tape. Like they play a desperate game of hockey. And like, I'm cool with continuing to rotate them and having these guys fight for their NHL lives. Like, it's a little dastardly, but they, when they come up to I've I've yet to see a guy not make a solid case for himself. Can you think of like one instance where we saw I a guy? Really, I can't No, Like I honestly, Smith, <laughs> like, <laughs> which like, I feel bad. Cause like, I mean, like I know he's trying, like he's not playing poorly either. So he just doesn't quite have the finish. Like, yeah. I, this is probably a dumb thing to say, but I would take Laco over Smith. You just put Felino in the third line, do the Greer, Freddy, Laco fourth line again. I'm totally fine with that, especially with Jake back. They put Nozick on the LTIR to make room for Jake. So we're like, we're one million under the under the cap. Yeah, and uh, that is a little strange because, I mean, Nozick had a really similar time frame to Jake. Yeah, and it's like you are not hearing anything about Nozick right now. No, I don't know. I he's mean, he's not practicing. You know, I don't think he's skating very much right now. Like, is he in the like don't bank on him camp? Do you think coming back? Yeah, like sooner at all. At all? Oh no, he'll be back. Like I, I, I do not think that. It, I think he will absolutely be back before the end of the season. Um, I just think it's the timeline is worse than they initially anticipated. What was it like six weeks, four to six weeks? I think, I think originally. that's what they said at the beginning. I think I'm yeah. six to eight. Uh, it feel, certainly but, feels that way now. Even Jake was longer than expected by about a week or two. It is true. They said four weeks and then it was five with the all-star break and he was still not ready. Yeah. So it was like really two weeks past when you expected, but. But anywho, but no, Frederick's play has been great. Like, yeah. just like such, like he's making so few mistakes, like gets the puck deep when he can, holds the puck well, uses the free arm really well, just like Coyle does to like push defenders mm-hmm. off. And he is discovering this season. He's got a good shot. Like that goal, his mm-hmm. goal, the 6-1, when he took it into the zone, like he was like not far off the blue line, and but he had space. And I was in my, as it was happening, I'm like, I would like to see Frederick just shoot this here. And he did. And it was a goal. Like, I was like, good, do that way <laughs> That's more. That's what I like, wanted to happen. Yeah. And it was a good shot. Like, it was a really mm-hmm. good shot. Like, I don't think that like Saros was expecting that to like get rifled the way that it was, but no. I, I am so excited for playoff Friday. It's not even funny. I think he is going to be a huge piece in the Bruins' success in the playoffs this year. Dude, speaking of um, great shots and speaking of uh, big pieces of the uh, offense, uh, the best shot on this team, according to David Pasternak, got a goal. Not not really putting his his shot on display, but uh, Pavel Zaka. Dude. Oh yeah, just a guy who continues to contribute. I don't know. Just I love when the score sheet looks the way it did against the Islanders, when it's like Felino, Freddie, Freddie, Zaka, and then Bergy with like the silliest, most like hockey gods are on your side goal I've ever seen. But I just love spreading the love around, dude. Absolutely, thirteen goals in the year for Freddie now. Career, like breaking the career high every game like he's well past it <laughs> yeah freddie on pace for 20 goals is so funny i had all of my checkout information ready i'm buying a frederick jersey if he scores a hat trick this year i had every i literally was like 
place your order away from buying it. And in my head, it was a given. I was like rushing to get the information ready so I could order at the moment that he scored his third goal. Yeah, it's a bummer. It's a bummer he didn't. Yeah, man. But I mean, like, he'll get one. This is not worried about it. Third sec two goal game, I think. Is that this year? I th- it's either this year or his career. I saw. Are, are you talking about Felino? Because they were talking about that on the broadcast. Are you switching those up? No, I don't think I am. No. Okay. Because they no. were talking about I'll, Felino. I'll that, this but... is Felino's third two assist game this year. That music can help me out. I love Nick Felino, dude. No, he's how, two, how... two goals, two, three games this year with two goals. He had two against Colorado, two against Los Angeles, and two against the Islanders. Love it. You were saying? Right now, Felino Felino has 25 points. He's on pace for, God, I don't don't know. 35. Call it 38. Yeah, call it 35. It would be the most since 1617 for him. Well, that was a monster year for him too, right? Um, his his big year was fourteen fifteen. Oh, okay. That's when he had he had seventy three points. There. Yeah, I knew he had like one wild season. Like, yeah. Oh, well, uh, actually, sixteen seventeen was a pretty crazy year too. He won the uh, the um, the leadership award. The what is the Mark Messier. Um. Yes, he won the Messier and the Clancy. Oh the wow, those are that's those are two good trophies to win at the same time. Yeah, that's pretty. I mean, I feel best. like if you win one, you should win them both. But whatever, that makes sense. And the Lady Bing, why not? Sure, give it to him. He's he's only finished once. Uh, he's only received votes for the Bing once, which is pretty weird because I think feel like he's just a good guy. But what do I Isn't know? Isn't that only based on penalties taken? No way. I thought that I think that is just the least penalized player. I think that's all the Lady Bing is. No. Hold on. It's definitely voted on. Player who exhibited the best type of sportsmanship and gentlemanly conduct combined with a high standard of playing ability. Why did yeah, that have it in my head? It's solely based off of penalties. I, no, I mean, I think people uh, factor that in in their voting. Guys who like are, you know. Okay. It is voted on. You are right there. I was completely wrong. Yeah, so I'll learn stuff one day. Paul Korea, famous uh, Lady Bing recipient. He always, he, we always sneak him in in an episode. Yeah, I we always, we if, always find the time for bro. For if we Paul. got Paul Korea on this sh- fucking show. I think I'd have to do most of the talking. I think you might freeze up. I don't know. Yeah, I think that might actually. I had a dream. I met him recently, and I cried <laughs> in my dream. Not like I didn't. I was, was going to say you wake up and cry because it didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> no, but dude, uh, fun. Actually, I'll, I'll tell Paul this when he comes on. My good pal, Paul. Mm-hmm. First name, but, first uh, name basis. My my parents promised me that when the Ducks came to town, that they would get tickets. Because at the time, like, I didn't really give a shit about the Bruins. I loved hockey, but like. I liked watching like the Red Wings and Avalanche and I liked the Mighty Ducks because I loved Paul Korea. So like we watched like national games like and like my dad watched every Bruins game and I'd watch some games, but like Bruins blue. I didn't 
Yeah, not care. not a great not a great time in their history. Yeah, it was like I liked Joe Thorne. Teams, teams who won. Yeah, I liked Joe Thorne. I liked Sergey Samsonov. End of list. Byron Defoe. And then uh, my parents promised, like you know, when the Ducks come, we'll we'll buy tickets, right? And uh, the Ducks were coming to town. And much to the dismay of my parents' wallet, it was Ray Bork's jersey retirement night. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) And they were like, so I, so we had to do it. We promised you. And they got me, they got tickets like four rows from the glass. And I was there in a full Mighty Ducks, like I had Mighty Ducks sweatpants, the jersey, I had a duck head on. And uh, they put me on the, the big screen and people booed. They booed me <laughs> at I at maybe five years old, six years old, and my my parents oh, like still hold dude. it over me. They're like four hundred dollar tickets because Joe had to see the Ducks on Rainbow's <laughs> retirement night. That's such an awful thing to do. You're a child. Like, and the thing is, like, one I got booed, it. then I got guilted. <laughs> I didn't get to like meet Paul Korea. and the thing is, like, I wouldn't have known. That they were coming to town. I didn't like check the Bruins schedule at five years old. Yeah, they they could have snuck it past you. A hundred percent. They could have been like, oh, they're not coming this year, bud. Maybe next year. One hundred percent. But I still get shit for it. They're like, the Brayport's retirement night in a fucking Ducks jersey. <laughs> well, anyway, so that's the first time I saw Ball Korea, and I, I saw 77 go into the rafters. I don't remember. Pretty, that's, I didn't know you got to see that. That's I'm pretty jealous. That's pretty cool. I don't remember it whatsoever. So, well, you were, you were there. I remember the game a little bit. I just remember general gameplay, and I remember getting booed because it traumatized me. You don't forget that. So now, whenever they put a kid on the jumbotron, I boo. <laughs> I know what it feels like. It you got to feel it too. Anyway, just that's our at inappropriate times during Bruins games. <laughs> that's our Paul Korea segment for the for this week all right um what who else did they play what are the games happening? I, I was gonna say, I want to talk about the predators game that was a let's fun talk one. about it brother uh my first and foremost great angle yep. great camera great angle. angle great angle two catfish there, two yes what was the second one there was one that was thrown uh in the first period during like uh uh a whistle are you sure yes because I've seen the, literally nothing about that. No videos, no photos, no articles. Nothing. I saw a video. I saw a video. Cool. Cause well, because they throw catfish every game. Yeah, after they score. Right. Which so somebody they did threw not one, do. like well, well, play wasn't going on. That's okay, why you're not right. seeing headlines about it, because it's not a story. Somebody That's just right. Right, somebody fair, was fair, like, fair. We're getting our ass kicked. Who cares? Here it is. The guy who threw the one mid play was just like a TikToker. Oh, was he really? Yeah, and I saw the video. He's, I don't think oh, he's a Preds fan. I think it. he was That's there because he was going to try to throw the first one, like you know, for the goal, and then the second period's coming to a close, and he was like getting out of here because it's four nothing right now. I hate, I hate that. I hate anybody who does shit like that. Not throwing yeah. fish on the ice. I mean, I'm from New Hampshire. That's how we celebrate hockey goals <laughs> for some reason. Uh, but people who just do it, basically doing it for the gram, for doing it for TikTok. I'm like, if it's what like if you're not a Predators fan, don't do it. Like that it makes it lame. Like if you're yeah. a Predators fan, cool. That's it's it's quirky. It's thing. Quirky. Yeah. And cr- I mean credit where credit's due. You fucking huck that thing. I got some airtime. Yeah. That was a good toss. That was a very good toss. Don't throw it during play. Somebody almost skated through it. That would have been the sight. 
I loved I loved that they did a close up on it though. My favorite part. <laughs> you could, like they, they just zoom right right on the the fucking open mouth like <laughs> like I I thought I was breathing. I was like it's nothing alive. <laughs> like I had a friend over uh <laughs> and uh she had like just walked into the house no no mean to brag and she like sat on the couch looked at the screen and they were zooming on it <laughs> and she goes is that real? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you, you never yeah, watched hockey before. Yeah, <laughs> it's all the time. What are you talking about? That's the fish they throw. Also, a lot of people were making this joke, but as it was happening, all I could hear was Jerry Remy and here comes a catfish. Like, <laughs> my telescope is not working. Oh, here comes the fish. I love it so much. Uh, I, thought, um, I thought that was funny, but no, I, uh, no I want to throw one. First of all, let's say that you're talking about New Hampshire. For those who don't know, the UNH does that too. We started that. It's yeah. not a the, fish, catfish, but it's a fish. The first like hockey game I ever went to was a UNH game, and I was like on the glass, mm-hmm. and the person who threw the fish was next to me, and I thought, "This is just hockey. Like this is <laughs> oh, they throw fish on the ice. This is a thing that happens." I mean, and then I wrong. never That's saw it again. Then I really never saw it again. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I was talking to people at work about it. I was like, "Yeah, someone threw a catfish on the ice last night," and they were like, "What?" And I was like, <laughs> "Oh, it's a thing. It happens. They shouldn't have done it when they did, but no, it happens." And so I was like, oh, they throw all kinds of things. They throw octopus. Like, and I'm like, yeah, I mean, yeah, we'll throw it squid happens. on the ice. You know what was really suck? Being Sneaking in a two and a half foot catfish. I saw how they did it. Oh, can you? Okay, enlighten me. I'm curious. What would you, what would your guess be? Puffy jacket under the jacket. You're right. Yeah, or, under or, the in the, or in a, or in a pant leg, probably. Not on the pant leg. No, but you're, a... you're missing a key element. A hoodie? No, not in my article of clothing. Something that's on the fish. Oh, you're gonna have to tell me. I have no idea. They saran wrap the fish. That makes and sense. And then saran wrap it or like around their belly. Oh, okay. That that's yeah. smart. Yeah, because so the like, idea of holding on to a dead fish for a while is pretty problematic for me. Having it against your body is not much better either. No, but that's got to be a weird sensation. Well, yeah. I know you saw Swayman skate past it and did like Give almost the PU. like the PU. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Which is good. funny because out of all the guys on that roster to skate via dead fish, like the one who would know it the best would be Jeremy Swayman, like the Alaskan native, like out there fishing yeah. all the time. So for him to, Alaska, for him, they do not. They're, I can't imagine they do. They're bottom dweller. They're not great fish. Tastes pretty good. Fried catfish is pretty good. They're not, like, not, uh, they're like down in the bayou and shit, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're even around where we are too. I think I've caught catfish yeah. before. Yeah. Yo, I caught a catfish when I was in New Orleans oh. and uh, I was on like a fishing trip. I had like a charter mm-hmm. boat, caught a catfish, reeled it in and, uh, you know, there's three of us on the boat plus the captain, and I went to go, <laughs> like, plus the catfish, <laughs> plus the catfish. <laughs> so the four of us. <laughs> so yeah, there's four of us, including the catfish plus the captain, and I go to like reach to take the thing off because it's a small one. Because like sometimes they get like a hundred pounds, like they're fucking Yo, they massive. Big. Yeah, they get big. Like, I've seen people like fish them out like with their forearm noodling like, the gill. Yeah, don't um, do that. You will probably kill them. Like, so I didn't know how catfish work, and I went to just like take it off the hook. No, and the no, captain no, like no. dove no, across no, the boat. No, 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 and no. He was no, like, no. <laughs> he was like, you could have just gone to the hospital. Like, yeah, do not like, touch this. Do not touch that. And I was like, you know what? How about you just do it? 
Because I had no, I thought it was just like a regular fish. I didn't realize they have some kind of like poison aspect yeah. to them. Yeah, they'll get you. Yeah, yeah, I had, I had no clue. That's why I didn't Dude, like okay. fishing for them as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> then I, whenever I, like, I would touch a fish, the scales would like cut me. I'm like, this sucks. Why are we doing this? Like, <laughs> don't even get to keep it. Like, <laughs> Dude, um, me and... <laughs> So when you take a fish home, <laughs> I tried to become an outdoorsman during COVID because not much going on. No. So I got into fishing then. And uh, it was me and my friend who both lived in the city our whole lives and went to uh, just, you know, try to be fishermen and tried to uh, figure out on the fly how to like one kill fish like waterside, bayside, and then how to cook fish. Mm hmm. Let me tell you, dude, we tried to be humane. Trying to kill a fish is, when you don't know what you're doing, is harder than you think. I disagree. <laughs> You'd think it ain't that, like, oh, you cut its head off or something. Not with the knives we had, brother. Oh, God. Yeah. Just, I'm picturing you throwing rocks at a fish on the ground, just missing. Oh, God. That's what you did. Is that what well, you did? I looked it up. I looked it up and it basically said no. like put it on a rock and then hit it with a rock. Well, yeah, hit it with a rock. Don't throw the rock. I wasn't like, throwing rocks oh, from a distance. Well, the, I didn't, well, the look you gave me was like, oh shit, he, Rob guessed that I was just throwing rocks at I a didn't fish pin it ground. to a tree and throw it from 90 feet. Full wind up. Yeah, like, like a Derek Jeter. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jumping all. Dude, okay, okay. Nashville Predators have stolen a few things from the UNH Wildcats. Not just throwing a fish on the ice. But their grotesque, mean chance. I will also say that they've ripped that off from the cats. Um, we didn't get to hear it, but because they played the the predators, I want to just at least mention it that the predators have the best goal chant in sports. It's like European soccer esque the amount of teamwork that goes into this long ass chant. And I don't know how it's ever done in unison, but they do it. Uh, and I sent it to you. Oh, but for, okay. those who, yep. for those who don't know, it is, if we're going to use Swayman as an example here, because they were playing against Swayman. Uh, after they finish announcing the goal, the crowd in unison goes, thank you, Swayman. May we have another. He shoots. He scores. You suck. Swayman. Swayman. Sway, man. It's all your fault. It's all your fault. It's all your fault. And then I've heard one where they start right after that with, you let the whole team down. You let the whole team down. That is long and organized, and I want to applaud you, but again, it's kind of ripping off UNH where they have a very similar one. I was going to say, like, it's it reminded me immediately of the UNH thing. Mm -hmm. Like you and like I'm sure it's just college hockey in general. They do a lot of shit like the uh like hey, how much time is left in the period? One minute remaining in the period. Like like yeah. a lot of the like crowd work stuff. Yeah. But yeah, but my, my immediate response was that's some NCAA shit. Like it is which I'm like, it that's is. impressive because it's organized, like you mentioned, but also like don't I, I don't love that. Like it doesn't I'm feel such a curm I'm such a curmudgeon. Like anything like new and exciting. It's just like it's like it's shit like I don't original six esque like that like hoity toity yeah. like we don't need to do that like we've had a fan base for a hundred years we don't have to do anything to get new fans like it is 
we are indoctrinating our children left and right into Bruins fandom. It's we're good. Like I, my favorite UNH one, I don't know if you know, is the rip off their arms and legs and beat them with the bloody stumps. Do you know that, that one? I don't know. I don't know. That, that one. is one that they say. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, All this right. uh, real quick. They beat the uh, shit out you, of the Predators. Do you know who's leading the Bruins on shorthanded goals right now? Is not Marshy? Like this year, not all time. Yeah. Uh, no, Marshy doesn't have one this year. He doesn't have one. You're right. Does somebody uh, have more than one? Uh, so Charlie Coyle has one. Okay. Derek Forbert has two. Yes! <laughs> Derek Forbert yes! is leading the Boston Bruins in short-handed goals. Derek Forbert! <laughs> yes! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> I love I it. I so. love Derek Forbert. <laughs> How do we get Florbert on this show? Oh, my God. Oh, no. And Nosek has the other one. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, my God. Forbert has four... <laughs> 40% of Forbert's goals this year are shorthanded. <laughs> Excellent. I love that he has five goals. Honestly, that also do. feels silly. He has 11 points. It's silly. Why is that That's silly? That's awesome. I love He's that. He's like a very good player, but why? it's just so funny when he contributes offensively. A, yeah. Anytime he does anything offensively, I'm like, yes, that's hilarious. It's, like it's, it's just like the Bruins effect this year. It's like everybody's stats are getting padded. As far yeah. as what I consider regular parts of the lineup, the lowest plus minus is a plus four. Wow. Who's that? Uh, no and Smith. And then Greer's a six and then it jumps up to plus 13 with Taylor Hall. So who's like the, who's the low, low guys you're saying that are not part of the regular Strawman and Dan okay. Renouf are a minus three. Yeah. I wouldn't count that. <laughs> Jack Studnika minus one. Uh, uh-huh. McLaughlin, Zaboral and Lockout are minus one. And then Wagner, Kopanen, and Riley are zero. <sighs> Poor Riley, dude. I kind of hope he does get traded. I do too. I, I feel I feel bad when any NHL player gets sent to the A. Like that's that's kind of rough. Yeah. Uh, okay, something I kept I kept trying to say earlier, and I we we kept talking about other stuff. There is mm-hmm. no arena in the NHL other than TD Garden that I want to go to more than Nashville's. I want to see hit the a game bridge in Nashville down, huh? so badly. Yeah, it looks so fun there. Like it's they have like the most like unexpectedly passionate fan base, and that just seems like a killer place to see a game, especially because it's I, like in the strip. Like that's awesome. Like, yeah, but doesn't it feel like it peaked already? That's I, what well, they had the run that playoff run that which was exciting. But like no, I I think they're just pretty passionate there. Like yeah, and I hope that's still the case even when they're not good. I just, they fell I mean, they aren't down good now. list. They, they, they aren't good now, and they had a pretty pretty rowdy crowd. Yeah, no, you're right. I just, a lot of Bruins fans. They dropped down my list after, I don't know, 18? Because like they they just had been, it was in the news so much. It was just constantly in the hockey verse that are like, like unexpectedly passionate fans. Like you'd never guess it, but the hockey's big in the South. Tennessee hockey, everybody. Like you got to see a game at Bridgestone. And I just felt like I missed it. Like I, I missed the boat, and now it's like I, I'd be too late if I went there. I need them. I want to go there in a year where they're where they're good because I want to believe it's still the way I it it uh, was. Yeah, but I mean, where are they right now? How how bad are they? They're like twenty second in the league right now. They're not great. great. No, they're playing they're the great. Wild at this moment. Like right now, they're playing the Wild at this moment. 
it's Sunday matinee. Interesting. Yeah, check that out. Where are the yeah. Predators? Uh, but that Pred game, that was fun. That, I covered that game, and that was a really fun game to be writing about. Um, yeah, I mean. That first goal, the Marshan one, where it was yeah. just the vintage Brad and Bergeron give and go, mm-hmm. like just nearly automatic. I love that. And again, that was the game that had that Clifton hit where he just like threw that guy in the glass. And there, <laughs> I was watching the highlights, and it's the uh, the national broadcast. And mm. they are just so defeated. Like they have, they're just like, and Boston scores again. Like, like right before Bertrand's goal, the the sneak, the breakaway power play goal. Mm-hmm. They're like, you get. The, it's like before the puck is even out of the Bruins zone. They're like, you get the feeling Boston is just cruising. They're in complete control, and Bergeron shoots and scores. <laughs> like that's like, <laughs> that's like the, the cadence of them saying that whole line, dude. As much fun as it was to beat up on Nashville, as we were just talking about them, you know, being uh, good for hockey when they're in the playoffs, they got a shot to get into the playoffs in a pretty good one. The Predators? The Predators. So they are five points out of the second wildcard spot right now. Okay. With two games in hand. And they are currently playing the Wild, who have the second wildcard spot. Are they beating them right now? Uh, that's such a good question. <laughs> it's relevant. It uh, no, it's scoreless. Okay, yeah. I mean, it's and there's it's yeah. That that's not they haven't run away with anything. It's I mean, this could be a really interesting end of the year. It's, um, I, the wild card races for both conferences are going to be really entertaining. Um. Yeah. Okay. The Stars game that was a really good game too. That's where I really think. I mean, just it's true where the Bruins like really were getting their swagger back. Yeah. And like, it's funny. It was a come from behind um, in like dramatic OT fashion. And then since then, they just have been in complete control. Like, like you said, after that outscoring opponents, 11 to 2. Love it. Yeah, that that certainly was the turning point game. And I wish there was like a moment to point to in that game where it could be like even more. Um, turning the tide. Yeah. Zaka's goal. 100% the time goal Zaka's in, the, goal. in the third period. So many of his shots are post and in like, like a lot of, a lot of post and in with Zaka. I thought Which, I had said it on the show, but apparently I didn't. Cause you uh, were shocked to learn it when I texted it to you. But uh, I was listening on the radio and a couple weeks ago and uh, between periods pasta was asked like, who has the best shot on the team? And he said, Zaka. Which is crazy because, like, even when Razor said that after Pasta, he thinks Zaka has the best shot. Even then, I was like, "What?" And then since he he mentioned, I was you know keeping an eye out for it, and like, Christ, that's probably true. And then just like lately, like he's kind of got the hot hand. Like he his shot is like it. There's like nothing really fancy about it. It's just he's just so accurate. Like that's kind of it. Like. I don't know. Like, and it's like from like the range that he's shooting at too. It's not even like he's like in like the, the slot like he's like fucking out by the blue line and labeling some of these shots yeah. like but that was an unbelievable shot i love that like even again like watching the recap for that it's the stars broadcast and even they're taken aback by how good the shot is they're like that is just painted like and that came from, from like Pasta, carlo's too. rush too like carlo mm-hmm. kind of rushed on the right side it was like watching it live you don't see carlo in in view and you know the puck is on like the near boards. 
And then he just comes out of nowhere and just like collects it and keeps going. Like, oh, good, we got the entry. And then he cuts in, makes that small pass to Zaka, who like has it for like half a second, and then scores. That took oh. it, it took took like enough time with it though. Like took his time, picked his spot. Yeah, like it's oh, he's so good. I'm loving that signing more every day. And then the OT winner. You, your text made me laugh. Uh, the the moment he scored, you're like, I've never had anything bad to say about David Pasternak. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. <laughs> no, nothing. Yeah, that's again, like that's probably a big like turnaround moment for him too. Like he had been like a little too loosey goosey, like kind of wasn't really getting uh, the the shots that he wanted to be getting off. Um, the puck handling wasn't great. A lot of giveaways, turnovers, but like since then, it's been a lot tighter. Um, PK was huge that game too. Big penalty kill. Special teams in general. Like now the power play is warming back up. Special mm-hmm. teams is a huge reason the Bruins are so good right now. Yeah. Yeah. Just getting the power play back, I think, is is probably the bigger one. That's yeah. That needed to happen. That was gonna be an issue if if that kept going like that. What year was that where the they had like the that power play that like forty in a row with nothing? Yeah. That was last year. That was last season. That was Let's, the end of last year. Yeah. Felt like that was a couple of years ago. No, exactly. I guess that was last season. Yeah, I, I remember, remember there was like it was one of the last games of the season or around that time, and uh, they were at a practice doing power play drills, and Cassidy was losing it on them. He's like, "Want to be stubborn? We got all fucking day, all fucking day." Like, I don't oh, remember shit. that. Oh, I do. Yeah, Fluto tweeted that one out. It was like he was wow. like people were at practice and could hear Cassidy just screaming at him like. <laughs> Fast forward. <laughs> He's having the time of his life out in Vegas. Good for him. Uh, are we playing the uh, Vegas Golden Knights in the Stanley Cup final this year? Do you think? No, I, I, yeah, yeah, I, I, well, I would rather it be Dallas, honestly. Oh, sure. I think that would be a phenomenal final. I think it would be great for us to win. I like our odds against the Stars better. I think it's better. Uh, for hockey narrative wise oh god yeah. narrative wise that's that's so drawn up like that's so and like mwah, think of like, those think of how fun and polar opposite not polar opposite but just like different ends of a some four-dimensional spectrum that boston and las vegas are on you know this like historical you know 100 plus year old team Versus this brand new, you know, couple years. Bright light city. Whatever. Yeah. And like this. With an actual night. General disgust that lingers in the city versus this, like, like you said, glitz and glam. I love it. I love one, one crowd being like, you know, hopping off the tee and screaming and vulgar. And then another crowd that's like getting like a light show and fireworks beforehand. Like, I love that dichotomy. Yeah. Like the fan bases are very different. Yeah. Yeah. The energies like are both high, but like a very like old school, like this is in my blood fan base versus like, and like, no, I don't want to like downplay. Like I, I know Vegas has a very passionate fan base as well, but like there is like, you're saying like something about like the, the newer age of it compared to like the old school. Like you got like the, like, 56 year old solely from Southie, like just smoked half a pack of marble reds before the game. And you can hear his voice straining halfway through the first, like 
I know I love that. I love Boston fans. We're the worst, but we're love the best. This, uh, love this town. Honestly, I, 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 I playing Dallas. I was like, and a lot of people were making the same comment. They're like, this would be an unbelievable matchup. I wish, and this is almost a tangent, that at some point the Bruins got to play the Kings in the finals. Every time we play the Kings, we're like, holy shit! Like this would be a really great finals. Yeah, yeah. But I don't. I. I mean, the Kings. I don't really see them making it that far they're good like they're not like they're good bad. they're legit they're not bad right now they're 25 they're 16 and 6 that's not a bad record but i just in my in my heart of hearts i do not see them making it past the second round probably i mean they've won four in a row right now they're i guess it's pretty evenly play. good at home and on the road what are the uh, matches like right but now? we've talked we talked about it a little earlier dude they the goal differential is strange uh, it is the... that that's odd to me. I don't really know how that happens. Yeah. Um, but are they in a, yeah, they're, they would be playing the Kraken and I think the Kraken would take them. Todd, I don't know. Yeah. And then jets, Colorado. That's interesting. Jets, Colorado is interesting. And that'd be Dallas wild. Knights Oilers. Oh, dude, Knights Oilers in the first round. That would be sick. That'd be a that really be good sick. series. I would I would actually stay awake to watch those games. Knights Maybe. Oilers. Wow. That right? wow, you're getting me excited for the post right? Right now. Now. It is really mid-February. Good. Be fast. That'd be heavy. That'd be good. Like uh, I'm just dude, I'm, to, Toronto Tampa is gonna be a oh, bloodbath, too. That's gonna be a really good series. Yeah. Yeah. Devils, right. Rangers, Canes, Islanders. Let's look at let's let's preview this again here because I think we're we're winding down to the end here. Unless yeah. you want to go four hours. No, no. Um, yeah. I missed the Caps game. They lost, so it doesn't count. And then they whooped the Leafs just like we wanted them to. <sighs> Have to mention that at least a little bit. I think there's there're going to be three games before we talk next. Right? We're talking uh, next weekend. Yeah. All right. So by the next time we see you guys, they will have played the Senators at home. Seattle on the road, and then stay out west to play Vancouver. What do you think their record is in those three games? Uh, I think it's 3-0-0. Same. <laughs> like, the yeah. only one is Seattle that could probably shake them a little bit. But, but like, it's also coming off a lot of rest. Because, I mean, if there's a Monday to Thursday gap in there. Yep. Um, they're probably traveling. I mean, it's a Monday matinee. So, like, what they, they probably take the night, fly Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Have Wednesday probably completely off. One Wednesday is like a team day or Tuesday, probably travel day. They had Tuesday, probably the rest of Tuesday completely off. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah, Wednesday a team day in Seattle, and then that game is, you know, adjust to the time change, whatever. And the boys only, play at night. There's only nine days left in the month, and they play five more times. That's true. The schedule's fucking packed the rest of the year. There's a lot of games to play and yeah. it's like it's we're saying 27 is not a lot but in the course of like what seven weeks yeah. like yes it is like to play three like, games in four days is silly i can't believe they do that as often as they do even like back to back i'm like that sucks like it sucks for the islanders the islanders when they they were on the second half of a back-to-back against boston they played less than 24 hours the day before that sucks yeah. and i think they traveled yeah, they had to. Yeah, I'm not. I'm just not worried about any three of these in a vacuum, no, really and and including the schedule, because then 
even then from Seattle to Vancouver, it's a Thursday to Saturday gap. Like they got they got a Friday day in the middle to travel the hour flight from Seattle to Vancouver. Yeah, like again, we talked about it before, but the rest of the year, there's not a ton of teams left that I'm worried about. The yeah, back to back against Detroit will be interesting. I look forward to that. That could be fun. Detroit's a fun team to watch sometimes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, against Ottawa, uh, especially matinee at home against like a not great divisional team, that's a win. That's a win. A weekday? A I weekday reserved the right matinee. I was wrong. What? I, I always say they're going to win and then they lose. So I'm just covering my bases. Uh, a weekday matinee against Ottawa at home might be as weird of a game as it gets. It yeah. feels like that's exactly who they should be playing in a weekday matinee. But it, we talked about this before. You've said it is actually your point, dude, that I'm recycling. Go for it. Senators games are weird. So weird. This is going to be a fucking weird one. This is like, actually, that's a good point. I didn't even think about that. Because uh, not only, like again, that just in Senators games are inherently odd, but uh, like weekday matinee, that's super weird. Like that's gonna be super weird. Either like eight to one, or like weirdly close the whole time, and like like weird bounces, weird penalty calls. Officiating is really bad right now too. Officiating has been tough. Like both for and against. Yeah. Like even Jack and Brick, like when calls are going in the Bruins' way, they're like, "That's not a penalty," but the ref saw something like. Oh, dude, Seattle is a 10 p.m. start. Yeah. I'm not happy either, bro. Not not a fan. Do you want to... Um, well, you work. You work a job, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, probably can't get together for it. On a Thursday, probably not. No. Alas. Oh. Alas. Uh, always a pleasure, my friend. Second period. What? It's always a pleasure, bro. It's my it typically fucking pleasure. Is, it, it's mostly a pleasure. My the pleasure's all mine. Thank you for coming to Thanks the show. For having. Thanks for having. Yeah. Um, any closing thoughts? Anything going on in your in your little life, dude? I got rear-ended. Nice. I I got a I got a What's brand new name? car. I got a I got a brand new car on a Saturday and then the following Friday I got rear-ended and it's undrivable. My life was going too well. I needed to get checked. Just kidding. My life has been in a small spiral, but we're doing mostly good. I'm happy That's it. You. I wanted to bring up my, my misery. That's it. Other than that, the Bruins are kicking ass again. So that's that a lot are. of fun. And there's just not a lot of opposition in the way. So I'm going to ride the wave. Ride the wave, brother bear. How about um, you? What, what, what you got for us? Oh, nothing. Life is boring. <laughs> I wish there was more going on. Just a little bored. Start a podcast. We should start a podcast. One day. Um, Paul, if you guys are listening to this, I don't know. We've been hinting a announcement. I think it's going to be a little bit until we do announce it because we're going to wait till things are official. But there are things in place. Things are moving. And uh, yeah, we uh, just might have uh, some uh, some folks we we're might gonna, be working with. Ooh. We're going to keep teasing the teaser. The moment we that we, we have something to officially announce, we will. We won't sit on it. That we will. Probably. All right. 
thanks for hanging out and thanks for uh, putting up with us or whatever. As always. Thanks for bearing with us. Me. Yeah, I called you fat. Look at me, I'm skinny. <laughs>